0: One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. The TalkSport Daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily.
1: Hello, 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 happy Sunday, gang, and welcome, of course, to another Andy Goldstein Talksport Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And, of course, there's only one place to start, and that's by looking back at Saturday's Premier League action, as Liverpool kept the title race alive with a win over Watford, mm, that was Chelsea were thrashed at home, oh my goodness, to Brentford, that's so unprofessional, I do apologise, and Man United earned a real tough draw, 1-1 with the mighty Leicester, good point, that, for Man United, hmm. It was all, of course, part of a bumper game day across the Talksport network.
2: Saturday isn't Saturday unless it's game day. It's Fabinho against Ben Foster. A sharp intake of breath, a step back and then three forward. He rams it into the top corner and Liverpool,
3: however briefly, will be going top of the Premier League. 2-0, video game over.
2: That is how you take a penalty, by the
0: way. 24 minutes gone now, it's Burnley 0, Manchester City 2. Brilliant play again on that right-hand side from Rahim Sterling. Little give-and-go, he gets himself to the byline, and it's Ilkay Gundogan on the volley from about the penalty spot. It's
2: Leeds 1, Southampton 1, and we have just seen another cracker from the right foot of James Ward-Prowse. He stepped up and he put it right in the top corner. Melier, absolutely no chance. It finished Brighton 0, Norwich 0. Both sides stopped the rot after six consecutive Premier League defeats each, but Graham Potter will be disbelieving as to how Brighton haven't won this. The Seagulls have gone five league games
1: without a goal.
2: Wolverhampton Wanderers have doubled their advantage. It's Wolves 2, Aston Villa nil, and the goal scorer is Trincao, a man who was one of the changes in the Wolverhampton Wanderers' side today. Norgard puts the ball into the box, headed down by Pinnock, drops on the six-yard box, awkward clearance, Visser! That's that! It's 4-1 to Brentford, the points are safe! QMS exodus
0: from around Stamford Bridge, but joy unconfined in the shed end because Brentford are gonna win at Stamford Bridge. Well we gave a game away in 10 minutes. I don't know exactly why, but in terms of, of defending and in terms of like winning the, the, the crucial challenges, we gave a game away in, in 10 minutes between 50th and 60th minute. There was no need to because we were after 20-25 minutes. Uh, we, we were dominating, dominating the rhythm, dominating uh, uh, the game. Crossed in by Madison, it's
2: a great cross. Iannaccio it's in! Necessity take the lead. Fabulous cross from James Maddison. Got what it deserved. Stooping header from Kelechi in Acho David De Gea got a hand to it, maybe slightly wrong-footed. Couldn't keep it out. Manchester United coming forward. Bruno Fernandes has an opportunity. Catra Spiegel's made a save. Fred, 1-1. Straight for the end. An unlikely hero for Manchester United. Smashes the ball into the roof of the net.
1: And here's the reaction on Game Day Your Verdict. Or as some people call it, Game Day Your Verdict. Uh, Applause
2: for Manchester United from the majority of their supporters at the end of the game who recognise the efforts they gave. But the bottom line, and Ralph Runnick said it himself, these are our must-win games. For Manchester United, did they really want to be part of the Champions League next season? And this was a game they couldn't win. Overall, I think if you look at the whole game and the uh, the chances that were being produced uh, uh, from either of the two teams, it was a fair result.
3: That was a performance of a team that have down tools, a team that will, will be playing in the Mickey Mouse Europa Conference Cup. We can't continue the way we're going. And for me, I don't think we should have brought an interim manager in. We should have just continued with either Ollie until the end of the season and then brought somebody else in. They were dreadful. No one was running around, no intensity. If Leicester had a bit more composure in front of goal, they would have won that game.
2: I think the reaction of the team to that goal that we conceded was good. We came back, scored a goal ourselves, and in the last 15 minutes, we had our two or three good opportunities to score the winning goal. To
1: be honest, mate, I think we should have just... Never have got Ralph like Nick, My heart is absolutely breaking every time I walk into that stadium and watch
3: the same thing over and over again. Honestly, I don't know where to start. Manchester United were a disgrace today, and when it's so close to battle for top four and there's no intensity to try and win a game to put the pressure on Arsenal, Arsenal players. The might, might, well might as well go to the bar tonight. I think Man United's season's pretty much over after today. I don't see any way that they're going to reach the, the top four in the Premier League.
0: When you look at the mathematics, I think you would say that Manchester United have still got a chance. But when you look at the performance and how disjointed the club look and how disjointed the team look, I would say, yeah, it doesn't look likely that Manchester United can force away,
3: especially if you look at that performance in the first half. Manchester United, you'd never see a performance like that. First half, no intensity, no one trying to get the ball back. It was painful watching Manchester United play a false nine. It doesn't get any worse. We've come out of there now. We, we can't
0: even get out of Old Trafford. We're just stuck in traffic. <laughs> we just want to be away from the place. It is a mess.
3: Honestly, the, the tactical decisions from Ranik were a disgrace. And them set of players, you know, they're, they're selling Manchester United fans short. The desire, lads, is that bad? The fans yeah. gave up. That group of players today were a group of players who that know the managers go in, you know when you know a manager's leaving yeah. they're all down tall thinking you know what, a new manager comes in fresh start we'll start again next season where's the Manchester United fight to try and get into the Champions League the club is just a mess from top to, top to bottom is it any better since Oli's gone I'd say it's worse Manchester United not finishing fourth is a disaster a disaster for that football club
2: we have to this is our obligation towards ourselves the club the fans the supporters we have to finish that season on the best and highest possible note
1: now let's bring you more fallout from Chelsea's. Oh, sorry, so professional. Four-one Tonkin at home to Brentford. Shortly we'll hear from the manager boss Thomas Tuchel, Tickle, who wasn't laughing, and Brentford boss Thomas Frank. But first, here's how it all sounded. Oh, sorry, so unprofessional. On Talksport 2.
2: And there goes the full-time whistle. One of the greatest days in Brentford's modern day history. They win at Stamford Bridge for the first time since 1939 by four goals to one.
0: Yeah, of course we are surprised when we lose 4-1 at home against Brentford. I think everybody is surprised. Of course, we, we as well we know that the league is tough and we respect the opponent. It's difficult to describe just speaking to Chris. Uh, you know, haven't really processed it yet.
1: Yeah, I have to admit the, the mood in the changing room is, is decent right now. It's a uh, we're all very happy with the win. Yeah,
0: very unusual for us and um, very untypical.
1: A very, very subdued
2: and mostly empty Stamford Bridge greeted the full-time whistle. But the away end, the shed end, is not empty. That's full of rapturous,
0: joyous, happy Brentford fans who can barely believe what they've seen. That's a proud moment. And I think, I know we haven't won anything. I know we haven't, you know, but I just think sometimes it's okay to cherish the special moment. There was a special moment tonight.
1: To go here at Stamford Bridge and win 4-1, I think it's um, a feeling that's quite hard to describe.
0: It's probably the best 10 minutes of a lot of these Brentford fans' football careers. That 10 minutes where they go 1-0 down to 3-1 up that's why you love watching football because it's unscripted drama after 83 years they get a win against their fierce west london rivals at least in their minds what an absolutely huge moment for them no and i agree as part of the the team talk at halftime i say please go one nil down and then score three goals in 10 minutes then run out to the fans and cheer
1: you know celebrate with them honestly i'm a bit lost for words because it's very hard to describe i think uh, going here as a Brentford fan this is your first uh, time in the Premier League, and um, yeah, you win 4-1 against Chelsea away. Um, I'm, I, I, I'm sure they're they're going to have a, a good night out tonight and celebrate with a lot of beers. This three points that they've taken today, I this makes Brentford safe because they're going to need probably one point now from now to then. 34 points will probably
0: keep you safe. Maybe we saw it like uh, it's is, uh, is already done and got punished. And
2: Chelsea are going to lose at home for the first time since late September and this is a scoreline that you would not have put on your accumulator this wasn't a Chelsea team that was in bad form this is a Chelsea team with
1: 1-6 on the trot in all competitions and had reacted well from all of the troubles they've had off the pitch today the troubles I think off the pitch has actually gone onto the pitch
0: you know sometimes things happen in life you can't describe it on football but but for these away fans they will never ever ever forget this afternoon at Stamford Bridge
1: Now elsewhere the title race is still alive after both Liverpool and Man City won their respective games Liverpool briefly went top with the win over Watford Mm, before Man City beat Burnley Oh that was a tough game Here's both managers as well as Liverpool's Fabinho and former England striker Dean Ashton
3: Well we've certainly got a title race on now On January the 15th, Liverpool were 14 points adrift of Manchester City with two games in hand. Since then, Jurgen
2: Klopp's relentless Reds have won ten consecutive Premier League games and they are now, even if it is just for a few hours, on top of the Premier League for the first time since October. So from this point onwards, is is every game a cup
0: final? It was already, it is for us already since January, I would say. (laughs) Premier League games are always tough. Uh, in this moment of the season, uh, everything is fighting for something. We are fighting to be top of the league. What right for? We f- are fi- fighting against relegation, so every game will be tough.
2: I mean, it really is boiling up very nicely indeed. The- we knew we have to win all the games. Look, we have to in this league. It means pretty much to win all of them. That's really difficult if you think about it, but if you take them game by game, then maybe it's possible, but I don't know.
0: Look at Klopp,
2: you can see what it means to them. Klopp there running to the cop, beating his chest. Come on, it's three points, he's saying to the Liverpool fans, and they are responding. Look at this place, it's absolutely jumping. And that's what he's brought since he's been at the football club. I mean, it's historic anyway Anfield but he just brings something a bit special doesn't he that connection he has with the supporters and his own
0: players this is the most important moment of the season Uh, every game is like a final a winning machine that has for now at least leapfrogged over the champions
2: and put the ball firmly in City's court but we've got a serious title race on our hands I I cannot wait to see which way it turns in a big game next weekend
0: I agree absolutely if you lose one game You can be out of the fight for for title, for league title, for cup titles. So we have to make sure everyone is ready uh, in the right mood to to play our best, fo- best football possible. It's back to the top of the table for Manchester City, flying high after that big performance from Liverpool earlier on in the day, but Pep Guardiola, the perfect remedy for that big game they've got coming up on Tuesday night against Athletic Madrid in the Champions League.
3: You have to feel that if we don't win, we are going to lose the Premier League. So every game, every minute, every second you play, you have to have the ambition to you know winning. we are closer, losing, we will be out. And in this mentality, you are going to play the next eight games.
0: It was an easy day at the afternoon for his side today. He'll be thrilled to pieces, picking up all three points, back to the top of the table, job done. Burnley nil, Manchester City
3: 2. It made me proud after five seasons, winning a lot of titles and many things, still fighting for that, behaving the way. So we are ready to, to, to continue game by game, knowing that if we win, we are champion. all the games, if we lose, then
0: we are not going to win.
1: Now, moving on to today's Premier League action and West Ham host Everton in a game, of course, which sees David Moyes and Frank Lampard both face their former clubs. Much of the talk has been about Declan Rice, with David Moyes saying the England midfielder is worth now more than £150 million. In a minute, we'll hear from the former West Ham striker, Dean Ashton, but first, his big Tony Cascarino. Who believes Rice should be playing in a back three for England at the World Cup?
2: I really believe you can play him in the back. If you play three at the back, Declan Rice will cruise that position. Why? Because he's exactly the same as Paul McGrath. Right. Paul McGraw was really quick, really powerful, really comfortable on the ball, great in the air. He had everything McGraw. That's why he was so good. Declan's got all of them traits that Paul McGraw had. He's one of the most incredible athletes I've ever seen, mm. honestly, because minute one or minute 93... He's the same. If you look at the three, you could go, well, it's John Stones, it may be Ben White and Maguire, OK? So there's the three. Connor Cody as well, if you want to put four in there. Right. I think he'd be every bit as good as any one of them and better. You know, he's got that same intensity. He's got way more pace than I think he's probably given credit for. And his reading of the game is brilliant. I think you cannot ignore... Declan Rice as being a central defender, whether it's in the three or a two, he would it w- he would be a breeze for Declan Rice. Virgil van Dijk's could play midfield; it's a breeze for him most of the you know most of his, his career. He could do exactly the same. I don't think anyone else in the Premier League recovers the ball as as much as he does because of that energy and that understanding now of that role. Does there become a stage that? David Moyes and the club have to recognise we've got to be prepared to let this guy, lad go because he needs to be in Champions League football. Mm-hmm. You know, there's that is the problem for you know West Ham have to achieve goals to keep him. If they if they don't if they don't it's it, it's it's not fair on the lad either, is it? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me.
3: Get your
1: personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
0: This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle, and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.
1: And we end today by looking ahead to this afternoon's Old Firm Derby, as ranger's Host oh, Celtic. Shortly, we'll hear from Celtic's Callum McGregor. But first, here's the former Celtic, boss Neil Lennon, and the former Rangers manager, Stephen Gerard. Gerard. I wouldn't say it's over, but I think psychologically it would give Celtic a huge shot in the arm. It's a mouthwatering game. Obviously, Celtic uh, got the better recently. But no, I think it's a, a real 50-50 game. I think it's finely poised, Jim. I think if you look at the form that both the teams are in as well, it's pretty good. It's felt like it's been relentless domestically. It'll be very different sitting at home, hopefully in a good place to enjoy the game, because when you're in the mix, it's, it's obviously a fantastic game to be involved in. The atmosphere is sensational, especially at Ibrox. And um, you know, I'm hoping for the uh, for Rangers. Run. You know, for the first time in a long time in Scotland, we've got a, you know, a bona fide... Title race um this game will be pivotal in the title race. Every game is a big game. itself Celtic taking and again the next one is the biggest one, so we have to approach that with the same mindset. Listen, if you got a ten point lead, Jim, it's great. But when it's really, really tight, I always think if, if you're just a little bit behind, you're in a better position. You know, we go there. We we give everything to get a positive result, and, and you know we see what happens. Um, come the end in the ninety minutes. Both teams will know each other inside right? say I mean, they see each other every week on television. They've played each other twice. They've got to play each other twice again now in the next couple of weeks. So in terms of, of familiarity, it's there. By no means is it going to define, you know, where the title goes. There's you know, still a lot of football to be played. Two really good teams, Celtic obviously in a good place, I haven't qualified. And and knocking Dortmund and, and Red Star out. And and Celtic have obviously been very consistent for some time now and are coached extremely well. So I think you know, quite clearly a want to win. I think both teams will be you know, firmly set on a huge encounter now, and um, you know the importance of this game. You know, will have ramifications as the, the season goes on. Well, that's it for another podcasty thing. Thanks for listening on the Talksport app or wherever you get your podcast from. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. I'm back tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, Monday, four p.m. On Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show, alongside Crystal Palace legend Darren Ambrose. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talks with Daily podcasts at first in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. I don't care. Just do it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a lovely day, and above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk
0: Sport.